Welcome. I am Janita Stanton. We have Reginald Perriman, Shaka Williams. We are Tasari, and this is a There Something About Real Estate podcast where we talk all things real estate. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I mean, we need six, five of them now? Okay. Reg, what's that on your shirt, man? That's Tiger this, Wood? Uh, yeah, this is the Tiger Bear. This uh Dirt Label. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, from uh, Gary? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Oh. I'll be representing oh, that's dope. Yeah. <laughs> The, Can I the, get one? The coldest one he got though is the um the Allen Iverson one when I haven't he's seen walking it. over Tyrone Lou. For real? That shit cold boy. I ain't seen yep. it. I brought that one for my brother in law for Christmas though. But yeah. Mm. Yep. Okay. It, I mean everything been good. What do we do? Have we even talked? We haven't talked about the fact that we all went to Orlando in the midst of winter and had like the most productive yep. time ever. Oh, yeah. Facts. Went to a real estate conference, learned a lot, met some good people. Mm-hmm. Man, and Met increased. a bunch of Detroit people For sure. that live everywhere, everywhere else. Every, they yeah. They in real estate. They in San Antonio, uh, Florida. North Carolina. Arizona, Virginia. Texas. Yep. Atlanta. Arkansas. Uh, yeah. Everywhere. Kentucky. Yeah. Okay. I don't know about people from Detroit going to Kentucky though. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta have a burner phone messing with them. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But yeah, it was it was good. It was a lot of education there though. We learned a lot about stats and housing market and the economy. Yeah. Do you remember? Uh, was we all in the same breakout where they? Or was that just? I don't know, but there was a breakout mm-hmm. when they were talking about like overtime since like what Chaka? I'm listening. Two thousand, like early two thousand. I don't know if they started like two thousand or if they started like two thousand five or six. Like what the cost of real estate was. Oh yeah, that was oh yeah. The, How it kept up with inflation union. and all yeah. of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what they call that? The state of the union. State of the company or something like yeah, that. I forgot yeah, what yeah, it was yeah. called. But anyway, they they were saying like. With inflation, the cost of owning a home, not just the pricing of homes, but the cost of owning a home is lower than inflation. So whatever the increase was, the cost of actually owning a home is not hasn't um, increased that much. Mm-hmm. So like when they say the cost of owning a home now because of where rates are, um, that's factoring in everything, utility costs, your monthly payment and everything, taxes. It's really not that expensive. It's it's not where it would normally be at yeah. when you look at that chart. And so, I guess that leads us into. I, I mean, I think with everything that's going on in the economy currently, we need to know that potentially right. making a purchase could be very. It could help on the monthly budget a little bit. I feel like it's a fact right yeah. now. Like it's a matter of fact. If you the longer you wait, the more you're gonna pay. I got a I got a tenant in a property, and we selling the property. She been there eleven years. Um, Section eight, eleven hundred dollars a month in Southfield, mm. right? And she's like, "Man, I just love my house. I hate to move." And she was like, "This lady don't have nowhere to go. She's not gonna be able to stay in a similar house in Southfield." Mm. She has to downsize for that price because everything is up. Yep, and change her area. Facts. So um, 
But then at the same time, that buyer that would have brought 11 years ago was looking like, shit, they extra happy now mm -hmm. yes. with the values that went up. Even though when the market, even in, even though the market doesn't always go up, it's just like, it's still some benefits mm -hmm. versus renting. The people that held during 2006, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, yep. they are like... Laughing to the bank with their bags yeah, right now. Yeah. That's part of why the um I honestly believe that contributed that in the interest rates, that contributed to a lot of the huge increases we've seen in values because them people were like, Oh, I got an extra hundred thousand, I'm selling this and I'm going right back into the market. So now you have a buyer that just sold and they got a hundred thousand dollars competing with a buyer that's a first-time home buyer that's probably getting a down payment assistance or something like that. You got this other buyer that got an extra 100000 Yeah, I'm going to give you fifteen over. Over asking price. Because right. I didn't, that I didn't earn the 100000 right. It was just there because I owned the asset. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you fifteen. Well, look, I feel over. like you earned the shit, that shit. Yeah, you, you did. You went it. through some hard times. <laughs> you were scared as hell. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Hell yeah. Maybe you were scared. Yeah. However. You no, stressed I, I mean, yourself out. I feel like I know individuals who, let's say like University, Sherwood Forest. I don't know the historical districts and Pontiac to compare it to. But. Um, you know, that held their property and they was okay with holding. Yeah. Like they was just basically like, I'm we here. No, they, we not selling. Or even the people that brought at the downside of the market. Facts. Well, so, those people would. those people too, yeah. the but, people who purchased. But we're talking about so six, seven, eight, you still was at the top of the market. Yeah. You was buying high. Yeah. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm talking when I when I mention that, I'm talking about people who so think about this, the people who were current homeowners. Right. That did not let their house go because the house next door they felt like had dipped so low in value. Oh, yeah, I so see what now you're my house isn't worth it. Right. And but, so I'm gonna walk away from but it. But then we're old home. So nobody that bought their home prior years was doing that. The, the people that was doing that was the new home. Like we had a wave yeah, then. Those were right. the people that was buying as a as a fad then, paying. Uh, you know, getting like I got in back. zero down. Yeah, they weren't spending no three hundred thousand. So you're not you're no not vested in it. So it was easy for you to walk away. Those people you're talking about, like grandma and them, basically, they weren't letting right. that shit go anyway. No. So here's the thing, right? <laughs> whether you whether you brought it a year before the crash or you brought it twenty years before the crash, or the five. fact is, is the people that was in the game of home ownership, mm -hmm. they make they making up exactly. Period. So that's what that's all I'm saying. Period. Right. If they held it, right, and they didn't have the mindset of <clears throat> I'm walking away from it because my neighbor walked away. Yep. They are happy today. So, right. So the point I think I'm saying is, if you bought a house today right. and we had a downturn, but you held. Because right. that's what people do sometimes. They mm -hmm. hold, and then you wait. Right. It's a good possibility that you still have a good investment because it's still land and dirt. Yeah. So what I'm saying is if you bought in 6, 7, and 8 at the top of the market, right. you're, not, you did, you're not selling for more. You just got back to even. You can refi at a lower interest rate, so you reduce the amount of money that you're paying per month. But we're not much higher in value. 
It depends on the area, because some areas are way past what they were in 05. I would like about to, I would, I'm talking about eight. We're talking about six, seven, eight. So right, yeah, right before at, at the height. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At the height. My house my house started going down about seven or eight. Did it? I brought in 05. Exactly. Uh, and then I'm way past where I was in 05. So it depends. Yeah, I guess yep. you're right. It depends so it on de- where you bought from. Right. Because if you in Pontiac, so in some of the mortgages that I had, I mean, we we got back there. Right. You know, if I would have held on, I would have barely uh, kept. And remember, I'm an investor, though, so it's different. Right. But if you bought then and you held on now, if you refi, right, then you you cool because you know you're 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 paying a lot less. Right. Now, you know what I'm saying? So. Or the person that brought and didn't care what the value was, they just they kept renting it out. Yeah, they was collecting rent all this time. Oh yeah, and they and they was still cash flow positive. Mm-hmm. Now they got all this equity mm-hmm. because of the market is up. They good. So what does this mean for today? What? So so two <laughs> things, right? So I I want people to understand this. I'm not always a fan of everybody owning a home, mm-hmm. but because I mean. Technically, we do need people renting, but when people give up the responsibility, because most people don't buy a home because they don't want the responsibility. Mm -hmm. When you give up that responsibility, you lose some of your power and control over your home ownership, where you stay and all of that, because landlords are going to sell in the market like this. When everything gets up, now you force back into a market that you can't afford. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different market than when you started. And that landlord five years going ago. back into the market with with uh, liquid cash. Right. You're going back into the market with hopefully Your two three thousand dollars. Yeah, that right. you saved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the difference. Um. So how? Okay. I've been trying not so I don't I don't get into like the gas prices. I've been here before. I remember 2005 and I was driving my Dodge Ram and we was at you know three something per gallon. Right. But we we back here again. I mean I don't think I've ever in my lifetime seen gas at four dollars and fifty cents a gallon. And they're saying we're gonna get what up to six dollars. Uh, be honest, I'm to me is I'm I'm gonna be honest with y'all. <laughs> I didn't even know what the gas prices Facts. was. Thank I just, you. I just been going and filling up. It, it was a time in my life where I really paid attention to mm-hmm. it. The last time I actually looked at the gas prices and said, damn, was right when um, we was on lockdown and gas went down to what, like $2? Right. It was low. And, something, yeah, it was and low. I was like, I was like, I should just fill up and drive <laughs> everywhere, right? Exactly. So I'm I'm just at like the past like 10 years of my life. I, don't, I ain't been worried about miles on my car. I just go. That is great up. that you guys have so much, um, what do you call disposable income. Nah. Well, it's, it's <laughs> not that. That's so, so this is what I'm saying. And in our line of work, it's not me. Unless you're going to go electric, you don't. I can't sit. I can't change the gas price. So I got to fill up and go anyway. What you complaining so, about, right? Yeah. So complaining, not going to change it. But there have been times. I mean, I used to five dollar the hell out my car. Mm-hmm. And everybody that rode with me had to give me gas money. So so I get it. <laughs> uh, that's what they should do. I'm just saying. That's a great point. Maybe we should get back to who, how much you got on the gas. You know what I mean? If what you, you got on the Patreon? If you don't have your car, you definitely, definitely <laughs> If you're you a buyer's agent, you better charge that 
Gatsby. I have never, I've always been a person that's going to fill my, like, since I've had my driver's license, I'm going to fill my gas tank up. So whatever the prices have, I'm 40 years old, whatever the gas prices have been over that time, right. I paid them. But what I have been thinking about is, so I still am, I'm in customer service. I sell real estate. Right. I have people um, who I have to empathize with. Yeah. And what I'm, the question I guess I'm asking is, like, how is this actually impacting people that we live in Michigan. Everything that we do, we drive everywhere. Right. I got a good answer. So how, yeah, that's true. How, how is this actually impacting people in their budgets and what they can afford for a house? Like, are people kind of like, I'm not going to buy a house because, shoot, I can't afford the gas? I don't think so. You buy a that's cheaper two ways, house. right? I don't think so. You, 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 have to, you have to adjust your budget. So, so we're talking about... You talking about what is it gonna cost you an extra ten, twenty dollars now to fill up your tank? Depending on the size. So mm-hmm. that's a let's say an extra well, sixty. I got a twenty-three gallon tank. Extra depending on how much you drive, an extra sixty to eighty dollars a month for gas, right? Depending on how much you commute, right? If you a buyer's agent only probably an extra two hundred dollars <laughs> a month, right? But that does have an impact on your ability to buy or go out and spend money elsewhere. But I mean, we just a lot of people got a lot of free money over the past so couple of years, and we just paying it back. <laughs> Different perspective, right? Right. It, it stops them buyers now from mm-hmm. wanting to travel around the world looking at houses for no reason. Now they're gonna be more selective in the houses that they right. want to go see. Possibly if they, okay. if right. they're, if that's they're from an industry perspective, yeah, not an economic when it comes to house budget. I don't think that is it impacting those it, people at all. It's like nobody is saying, I got, oh, gas prices is $4 or, or how much is gas? I don't even know how much that shit is right now. It's so whatever four something, it whatever they right. So how much the What's the comedian that I be sending? I'm about to look it but, up while y'all talking. But uh, nobody is saying, oh, I'm paying this. Uh, so is it, what, what is it? Is it 50 cent more or a dollar more? How much Probably more? Probably like a dollar more. So here's, the thing mm-hmm. right that that person that's that's not thinking that way mm-hmm. they're like i'm gonna buy a house anyway but yeah, a lot of people it's like more. yeah it's gonna come back down it always mm-hmm. come back down mm-hmm. but what if it don't because when i started mm-hmm. gas, when i started real estate gas was like 89 cents or something a gallon <laughs> i keep telling people that it ain't never it, going. It ain't going back to that, no, right? It oh, so, unless we okay. Richie Fontaine on Instagram, the comedian guy. Look, that's what he on right now. He like we over here going to war, and we haven't gotten these gas prices and these wing and, and these wings prices wings, right. under control. Yeah. <laughs> so it's. But I guess I'm highlighting it because I think that we are not nec- We are the minority. Right, but I've been in that. I've been in that position too, where everything mattered. Right. So when at, when gas prices was eighty nine cents, if yeah. it had went up to two dollars and fifty cents in that time that it was eighty nine cents, I would have been ass out. Yeah, you wouldn't been buying a house, you, was, but you wouldn't have been thinking about buying a house. I was, I was, okay, I was putting like point. six or seven dollars no, in the car. You was point. never, if you was worried about gas, if you were ever, if your issue was gas, mm-hmm. you're not a home buyer, you're a renter. Is what I'm saying. Well, not necessarily. You're, I think if your issue was gas. You just have to cut out some extra activities, there it is. right? It's or other things. If maybe you off. drive for a living, maybe you have to charge more. I'm not cutting something. my. I'm not not buying a house because gas went up. Well, no, I'm saying like maybe you don't go out as much on yeah, the weekends. Yeah, okay, that's cool, of but thing. it's not affecting. But what about 15 uh, of your buyers? 
they're not not buying homes. If you're didn't if you're not buying a house because the gas went up, you weren't not probably weren't gonna buy a house anyway. So these interest rates, right? <laughs> she just jumped right. <laughs> because I'm not, about to talk about. I'm not about to beat this damn horse, right? Because all I'm saying is it, when we. As okay, we're brokers. Right. He may as well be a broker. He ain't right. one, but he may as well be. D- look. But I'm saying we have to consider. Every, so we have a fifty thousand dollar person and a whoever a million dollar person. Right. We have to consider have empathy for every individual in the market. Right. And what, all I'm asking is like realistically. Not what my opinion is about the person and their mindset, but realistically, how does this impact our market? Yeah, it is. It does impact a certain amount of people. And there is a um, there is an expense creep. Right. So as things start costing more, you don't notice it that much at first. You notice it when you go to fill up your tank, but you don't notice how it's impacting other things in your life. So you go to look up and all of a sudden, oh, we're not going to the movies as much because we're paying more in gas. We're mm-hmm. not, we start cutting out things because over time it does add up. So I agree with you. I'm just saying I agree with Shaka that it's not going to make people say, oh, I'm not buying a house at all. I hope all. not. Yeah. Well, no. Nah, they're not, they're not going to not buy a house, but if they... If they delay the process, then it's going to start kicking in. Like, I used to be able to save, I don't know, 500 a month. Mm-hmm. Now I only can save 400 a month because mm-hmm. of gas. So now, if enough months go by and they actually pay attention to the numbers, they may say, okay, instead of me buying a $180,000 home, I'm going to buy $160,000 Or like you home. said, so, Dave, like, I think that's a, that's important. So I think that's what I was trying to get to. Like, what's the education? You know what I'm saying? So like, like me personally as an individual, I just went through and canceled. I, uh, I was paying $300 a month in Terminex bills. Terminex. Terminex. Like, just because I have, like, this probably irrat... I, I don't even know that I need Terminex. That, what is that? That's like a... Oh, the pest... The yeah, pe- I was the, paying... Uh, termite. <laughs> the, the termite. Look, all I'm saying is, I know I'm not the only person who have subscribed to something... Right. ...that they can go back to and be like, you know what? I need to... Like, that's a strategy, right? That's because so you live we, in the yeah. country. So everybody don't live in the country <laughs> right. and they're worried about... No, they're right. probably not. That's probably Terminex. not their specific... Right. thing that they're paying for that you so what i'm saying is right now we're dealing with high interest rates we're dealing yeah. with high well Higher. i'm sorry increase interest increase rates because they they're they not high right. that was a that was not right right um but the gas is high yeah the food and eventually heating costs will increase as the well heating costs have already increased inflation right. is is inflation is exactly going on, right? and so the educational part becomes what? How, what, how do we attack it? What do we do? And I think it's like what you said. So from you, I guess you took from your savings. Maybe Shaka don't need to do nothing. And for me, I'm like, let me go through my bank account and see, you know, where can I cut back? And yeah, it sounds ridiculous. He's making jokes on it or whatever. Right. But yeah, I mean, why, why am I paying? I don't even know that I, I told Terminus. I'm like, I don't even know that I need you. Luckily, right. they, did, <laughs> well, they did research on this. So the, and the research suggested right. That what? Uh, that it's still cheaper to buy a house yes. than a rent. now than right. it was than it has ever been. Right. right. Or you so cheaper to own a house. To own cheaper a house. to own a house. Right. The cost. That's what I said. Buy. Yeah. Right. Because some people, 
So some people look at buying a house at the price they paid for it. Mm -hmm. Some people look at what is it costing me to live per month, mm -hmm. right? Because if my house is three hundred thousand and it's costing me eighteen hundred dollars a month, and the value goes down to two fifty and it costs me eighteen hundred dollars a month, and I can afford eighteen hundred dollars a month, I'm not going nowhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The value only matters when you get ready to sell it, right? So, but you, most people are not paying three hundred for their house. Mm -hmm. The bank is probably paying two ninety. You only paid your ten, so that's right. your true. So it's investment. like, what do you feel? Like, what do you actually feel? Like, what's tangible coming away from you each month? Well, I have to disagree because that's where we get caught up in your feelings. It's all about mm -mm. the numbers. I don't mean feel like emotional. Okay. I mean feel like how does it feel when I'm paying my bills oh, <laughs> and I yeah. can't afford shit else? Like that's what I'm talking about when I say feel. So like I completely 100% agree with you and Shaka to that point. Um, and I'm just because I think that and I could be wrong. Y'all go out there, do the numbers, put us in the comments with y'all paying the mortgage rates. But to rent a house today. Right. Versus having a mortgage today, you probably two three hundred dollars. Um, oh, it's more than that, depending on where you at. Depending on where you at, yeah. you you gonna be saving on that that end of it. Yeah, on the yeah. purchasing. You know, people be like, I can't afford to buy a house right now. And, you and already be like, you it. can't afford not to buy a house right now. <laughs> right? What you mean? You know, because you have yes. to keep in mind your landlord, whatever you're paying. is covering the mortgage anyway. Yes. yes, you just don't have the responsibility, but. Some people can't manage money. The same reason most people have their escrows included in their yes. payment because they're not good at managing money. So mm -hmm. if you can't put away three hundred dollars or that extra two hundred that you would be saving, you might be better off. Message, winning. and I don't. I think that's a horrible idea to escrow if you don't have to, to escrow your uh, taxes and insurance. Yeah, I agree. You can lose your damn I mean, house well, there. no, I can't say it's horrible. I think it depends on the individual. So that's why I say it's horrible. Because, all right, I, I understand what you're Let's saying. Let's say your taxes and insurance, your taxes are 7000 a year. Your insurance is, I don't know, 2000 a year. All right. You can put that money somewhere and earn some money on it, right? Mm -hmm. Versus just letting it sit in escrow with mm -hmm. your mortgage company mm -hmm. until the bill comes. I mean, that's the simplest way. But, to, a, a simple, but everybody is not going to save that. They're going to see that 7000 be like, oh, I'll spend it mm -hmm. and put it back. Oh, I'll pay my taxes when they come. Then next thing you know, they're losing their house for so, two years so you, taxes. Yes, that's my point. You get <laughs> right, what I'm saying? Why right. would you do that? Why would you even put yourself in that situation to lose your house over $9,000? Right. When you don't have to. But right. your mortgage protects you when it's escrowed in. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Because your mortgage charges you now your mortgage then went up and now you can't afford your mortgage your monthly payment with your taxes and insurance now it depends you, on the individual you got three years on taxes yeah you got you don't even you can get away with insurance on sometimes yep. right uh but your mortgage they yeah. Might not be you they, yeah they only gonna give you uh a couple <laughs> months, months before they start getting yeah. ready to foreclose on you so why would i even put myself in that situation depends on the person do not ever do that i i understand so me I gonna disagree i right? no, i agree with you for probably me and you but it depends on mm -hmm. the person i'm talking about not I, I i don't think anybody should do it all right they're gonna be bad money managers either way right you talk right. about people that are bad money managers. I know some Who people that let pay their taxes build up over the course of two years. So let's say they don't even get to the point of um, the three year for our laws foreclosure point. 
it, and then now they have that big lump sum of money that they can dig themselves out of plus their mortgage payments? No, but they can make but arrangements the, with the, the mortgage with the company will stick, step in and pay those because they don't want to put themselves in. And when they step in and the, pay those, though, they're, they're going to increase attitude. your mortgage. Yeah. So, so you couldn't pay the mortgage already. You, you was barely yeah. affording the mortgage already, right? Right. So but now they're going to take to your me. house over $9,000. Yeah, the reason you couldn't pay your mortgage because well, gas maybe you went up. <laughs> <laughs> Go file your taxes and take your tax money and pay your, and pay your, your taxes. Right. You know what I mean? No, I, I agree with you. Everybody's situation different. I know people that pay their mortgage on time with their taxes and insurance included. Mm-hmm. They never had a problem. Yeah. The minute they refinance, and then they was like, oh, we just want our payment lower. We're going to mm-hmm. pay our own taxes and insurance. They was in trouble within the next year. It happens, right? right? Yeah, so but you everybody can get out of, you can different. dig out of that hole, cause, right? Yeah, they can dig, can out, dig of it, out of it, but it's it's like they never had that trouble before. We should we should we should break that down a little bit further too, right? So people understand, like, yeah. for example, if you have your mortgage, you said eighteen hundred on a two. How much was that? Let's say like a three hundred thousand dollars. Three hundred thousand dollars right. house. Uh, it might be a little bit more, yeah, depending yeah. if your taxes and insurance included. No, um, I'm just talking about principal right. interest. Principal right. interest is about what? Under three hundred thousand. No, it's gonna be like twenty. It's gonna be like twenty. So your total payment on three hundred thousand dollar house is gonna be like eighteen hundred at this point. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, just off the top of my head. But let's just all right. So take take six hundred off. So twelve hundred for your mortgage on the three hundred thousand dollar house. Yeah, whatever the number is for your taxes and insurance. No principal interest. We took five or six hundred off. Oh, for your taxes and insurance. Well, I think you're gonna be on a three hundred thousand dollar house. You're probably paying about five six hundred a month in taxes. That's what I just said. So you take five six hundred off, and then add your insurance on there. Well, just give you an example. We just gonna run. Right, with so twenty five hundred. Twenty five right. okay. minus. So you got seven hundred. Right. Right. So you got that seven hundred times twelve is eighty four. Right. Right. So you got eighty four hundred dollars. Right. Now, uh, you can afford to make that eighteen hundred a yeah. month. Right, yep. you get to month three. Now, now, if you got an escrow, you at twenty five. Right, shit, for some reason, whatever you don't have the money coming in every month. Yep. Month three, you you you're not paying your mortgage. Yeah, because this is the other thing. When people don't pay some of it, if they can't pay it all, they're like, "Fuck it, I can't pay my mortgage." Right, right. right. So now you uh, three months behind on your mortgage. Now they about to foreclose on your house. Right. They sending you letters. No, making demands. They well, he's just saying in general. Yeah. So they foreclosing they on your house. You, so you saying it'll be easier to catch up on eighteen hundred times three versus the twenty. Well, you ain't gonna have to catch up on eighteen because your mortgage is being paid every month because you can afford the eighteen. You, you can't just afford, can't afford, that afford the twenty five hundred, right? right? But so. if your taxes behind and you only paying the eighteen, you could pay a little bit on them taxes, or you can make a, a payment a payment arrangement. arrangement, right? You know what I'm saying? And so you got more options when you don't escrow. Facts, right? Makes sense. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You or can, you can get you can out of your just take hand. the mindset of some people and just let the insurance lapse and pay the rest. I mean, it's not good advice. Look, I got this thing where I'll be like, this is, this is, no, no, no. (laughs) It's like, this is, this is Jai's bad advice. So meaning like, it's horrible advice and I wouldn't do it. However, it it might save your ass. Right. your house. So here's the thing though, or you can just rent. Or you can mm. just rent. And pay more. Because now pay you're paying more. 20, instead of paying 25, you're paying 2750. Yeah. And yeah. as soon as the rent goes, <laughs> you're paying, paying $3,300. Yeah. You're paying $3,000 or yeah. better. 
But that's what I'm saying. That's the mindset. Some people say, why am, why am I dealing with mm-hmm. that? I don't want But they'd to. rather get evicted or just let their landlord know, like, man, you know what? I can't even do it no more. But that's a real <laughs> scenario, though, right? <laughs> so, they don't say so, I can't do it no more. They just stop paying. They just stop paying. And <laughs> right. don't answer the phone no more. Yeah. Right? But no, that's a real scenario. If you own a three, I mean, if you're renting a $300,000 a $300, house, instead right. of paying the twenty five, you're paying 3000 to 3300 Right. An, a, an additional five to eight hundred dollars. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, so it's just it's this thing. Like I heard, um, uh, we were talking about interest. The first person I heard say it was Tijuana Jackson, but he got it from somebody else. But he was talking about interest, and he said, "Those that know about it earn it; those that don't know pay it." Mm. Right. And it's the same way with real estate. If you don't know about it, you're gonna be paying somebody. Or you in a position where you start earning money from it. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way, whether it's interest rates. Interest rates, to me, it's like it's like your the, your interest rate is a reflection of the amount of risk somebody put on you. Yes. So you got a higher interest rate because they feel like you're a higher risk. Yes. Right? Lower interest rate, they like, okay, we'll give you money. We trust you to pay us back. But then part of that is what the market demands. Everybody a risk, so rates high. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's just what it is. But I just feel like when it comes to rates, though, until we get, well, over five, I need y'all to stop talking about the interest rates. <laughs> yeah. Not. But I just was talking to Eric, though. You it's right at five. So we were just having this conversation. I'm not gonna call we not calling names. I don't care how much y'all pressure me. But I was telling Shaka that um when it comes to like the we were having a conversation with one of our mortgage professionals and they were saying that Mr. Rate is not higher than the regular rate, and that's not a fact. The Mr. Rate typically is higher than the regular rate. And so when I was talking to them, I know Mishta is probably right at five, but not your regular rates. You still under so like that four point seven five. I had somebody calling me from Atlanta asking me about rates. He and he got good credit. Right. His shit was at four point eight five percent. No, it was at five. Uh, not you. They they paying down their rates down there. So you right. remember we we're not really, buy downs. Yeah, we're not really doing that here, but in right. in, in uh, uh, Georgia they are. So they had like, all right, you don't have to pay nothing. You get this five percent. You pay <laughs> this amount, you're gonna be at four point eight seven five. You pay this amount, you're gonna be at four point seven five. You pay this amount, you're gonna be at four and a half. And they brought it down. No, I, t- I mean I did a, um, I did, uh, I, I had the to go with yeah, and and yeah. I'm like, bro, well, most people don't it. even, yeah. Yeah. most people don't even look at the numbers. They don't know. That's how part to, of your education mm-hmm. for your person, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what but, he did. But the thing is, here's the thing, right? So I'm, I'm learning that some people, they, I think some people just like to be sold. They like how something sounds sophisticated or something. But if you break the numbers down, it seemed boring. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, if you do this and that. But as soon as somebody comes to them with some flash, something flashy, they're going to take it. Like, yeah, you buy your rate down. You're going to say this over 30 years. And you like, I ain't going to be there but for three years. <laughs> Hold on. And then here go the thing. You was for every quarter point that that was. Right. You was saving 10000 over 30 years. Yes. Right. 
So I'm like, bro, so what's it like? What is like ten dollars a month? They say I was yes, but they pay. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't completely agree with what you're saying because I feel like people that are buying one, a lot of people really don't understand. Right. They think that a three point three three percent interest rate is so much drastically different than a four or a five percent. But when you put all those numbers into the mortgage calculator and then you show them the difference like monthly, like how much it increases. Like you said, it may be ten bucks or well, thirty right. bucks. Three and a five or whatever. Whether it's three or five, it. if you put it in a calculator and you show them what it is, it's still it, it's not enough to make people walk away from well, the house. Well, he was paying, uh, he was buying a 400 uh, some thousand dollar house, so the difference between three and the five would be huge. Yeah, it would be different but, in but the in price a, point. in the quarter points that we was talking about, it wasn't that that much of a difference. We was talking about $10, $20 per, per right. quarter. Right. But in, in two... Two percent? Yeah, you're talking about... No, I'm talking about like maybe like a one, like a one point dip. So you may go from 3.8 to 4.8. Or from four point eight to five, because I mean, you said you. I haven't seen the fives yet. Yeah, he just was yet. My, he was conventional with a, a, a decent credit score. Good. Uh, he may have needed the call if if he had good debt to income, good um, credit score. He probably needs to go to a credit union or a bank and compare them rates. He did. So he was. Uh, it was a new build, and yeah, he had three different lenders, and this was the the best lender. Yeah. Yep, shop around. Yeah, yeah. They're always shop and that's around. the other thing. People me. think that because I'm shopping around for a mortgage, my score is going to just drop drastically. Mm-hmm. That's nah. not the case. Mm-hmm. Like, let them lenders pull that. I mean, not twelve, talking <laughs> but about maybe three. three. You talking about three? <laughs> well, you got to remember how that people. works, and we have to get we have to get our credit yeah, repair are, service or our no. credit service, yes. our credit specialist. <laughs> no, we're gonna get our no, credit folks. specialist. Somebody credit to really understand yeah, credit to understand. But I think it's something like three points. Um, don't quote me on that, but it's something like three points, and then you can pull so many in a certain amount of time mm-hmm. yeah. where it doesn't affect Cause you. Because they know you're shopping for yep. rates. You're not shopping, and you keep getting denied. Yes. Like right. the car, you got denied, and then you went over to um, driving a Kia, and then you got denied there or something like <laughs> yep. that. So, and then yeah. it's also a difference. Like, you cannot go, oh, okay, I'm ready to buy a, a house plus my couch, and then I need a little bit of jury. Right, and then I need Speaking, to open up Macy's. I'm glad you brought up jewelry. We talking about finances, right? Mm-hmm. So this my very first year in real estate, and remember they didn't. Um, it was no trade, so you kind of didn't find out your closing costs <laughs> until last minute, right? You're sitting at the table. So <laughs> <What's> my numbers. <laughs> um, I call. I call. My buyer called me the day before closing. So her boyfriend was helping her buy the house, but he was, you know, she. It was all in her name. So she called me day before closing. She like, me and my boyfriend broke up. I don't have no way to the closing because he had the car. She was like, can you pick me up for the closing? So I'm like, yeah, ain't no problem. We gonna, I'm going to get this money, right? Mm-hmm. We done came this far together. So, <laughs> so, so I go to pick her up, and she said, yeah, Mike called me. Mike Stickney was his name. She said, he told me how much I needed. I'm about $500 short. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, uh, you only buying like a $40,000 house. Oh Don't God. look at me. Now you better you ask know. your lender to credit yeah. that appraisal. Well, 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 the thing is, she was, she was like, um, we need to make a few stops because my aunt going to give me some money. So, <laughs> so whoever she talked to, 
um, between the two people that was going to make up this $500, when they got there, it was a different story. So we went by and, oh, sugar only got $50. Mm. Oh, sugar only got $25. And your brother came by and he ain't bring the money back. Just all these stories. So she only got $150, right? So I'm like, damn, we still short. So she calling people and stuff. So she's sitting there. We pull over. And I look. And I was like, I know exactly where we can go get some money at. She was like, where? I said, we going to Z, Miss Yo. Because, man, she had all her jewelry, her earrings, and her watch. I was like, we going to Z, Miss. And I was like, I know about, I know you can get about $300 from Z, Miss. She was like, how you know? I was like, I've done this before. Right? I got a couple customers like you right there on Gratiot. Thank you, Z, Miss. They helped me close a lot of deals. Yeah. Oh, you really not from Detroit. No, so, yeah, that sounds like a jewelry store. It is. Yeah, so. I mean, it's a pawn shop, jewelry and loan. Yeah, it's pawn shop. That's all it is. Yeah. So, yeah, but basically, when we're talking about finances and budgeting and everything, she had her money on her net. Mm-hmm. She just didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Reggie looked over to, like, bling. Yeah, yeah I was like, I'm not about to be driving you all around the east side. We meringue Maross all the way back over to Van Dyke. So, I need to break this down for people listening. Trid, um, that's, yeah. you know, our laws that, well, it's not ours, but mortgage laws that yep. say that the buyer have to have disclosures to be able to review them for at least three days. Are we not closing? That gives you an opportunity to know how much you need to bring, or at least a roundabout, because it still could change. But yeah, they got a they got it, a, a a grace amount yeah. between a percentage. So so you wouldn't be sitting stuck needing five hundred dollars and not knowing it. Basically, no. What about the day of closing? People finding out they they need seventy five hundred dollars more than what they thought. That type of thing. Because people was finding out the day of or on their way to closing. Hey, you know you need $23,462. Look, this is where you see Reggie's 10 years over mine. 20 versus 30. Yeah. (laughs) It happened. They ain't having no jury for that one. Exactly. Right. Look, that's where it is. So while we telling stories, we're going to just go off of one more thing. So you remember back in the old office days, you had like the people who wasn't necessarily associated with the deal, but they was your closers. Yeah. My mom used to come into some of these rooms. People be like, I ain't closing today. We not closing. It's not happening. They'd be like, we need Bobby. Get Bobby in here. Bobby come in his room. She walk out like, oh, we closing. Definitely closing. I don't care what we need. It's getting done today. Sign on papers. But, um... Like, here's the thing. I'm glad you said that, too, because I tell people, if you can't if you can't prevent problems or if you can't solve problems, you shouldn't be in real estate. Absolutely. That's what you, that's who you are. Yeah. You, you uh, what's the old girl? The, the problem solver. No, the girl that worked for the uh, president. She was black. Um, the white president. They uh, all was Carrie Hilson. Carrie <laughs> I mean, not Carrie Hilson, but Carrie. Uh, oh, you talking Hilson. about a movie? A no, sh- a TV show. I'm wrong. Yeah, TV show. Yeah, Carrie uh, Washington. Oh, scandal! Scandal! Yeah. Oh man, like the the black girl work for the white president. I'm like, that was oh, not doing more than what she was definitely working the real, for. Yeah, the real uh, uh, Olivia Pope. Yeah, that was her name. 
problem solving. Uh, That's what yeah. you are in there. Like, and then if you ever had, so I never ran into those situations. So, <laughs> I, lucky. I, I, no, I wanted. So people say that you got control issues. Right. So the reason I, I wanted to learn every facet of the business is so that I can understand and know what the fuck is going on, so right. that we don't run into that situation. Right. Because that's on the lender. Right, mm-hmm. that is not, on the lender. Not and, all the but time. But I feel like you don't have no man. Look, I'm telling you, I pointed it out. It's the 20 year versus the 30 year. Like it was so much stuff happening in like the late 90s that you yeah, just didn't see. Yeah, that's why we have all these laws now. It's still the same thing. Uh, we didn't have trade back in 2005. No, we didn't have that. However, you wouldn't. I'm sorry. I've never seen somebody not have like seventy five hundred dollars. That's a big discrepancy. Yeah, that's right. on the lender. That's why I said that's on the lender. Yeah, it's on the if lender. You, if you don't know, it, bruh, good faith estimate. Right. Is, so although it's new per, uh, maybe the law is saying right. it's new, but they always no, no, no. Always the law is saying it's new. The law is saying it has to be disclosed, disclosed. within seven for seventy two hours. Yeah, that's my point. So right. it, although that law is new, that is that is newer. Newer. Yeah, it's newer. Right. Um, uh, if you were good at doing your job, you would I'm always you doing want that my anyway. people to know. Yeah, yeah, I want you to know, hey, make sure you, when this, in 30 days, you, you have this amount of money ready for you. You know what it was? Some, some lenders, because they send the your bank statements. They, them lenders back when he's like, talking about, they charging points on the front, points on the back. I charge points you, on the front look, and on the back. But I still going to let them know how much money you need to come. Or I'm great. not going to finish my no, deal. They, they, yeah. What they was doing was a chess move. They'll say, okay, this person got an extra 30000 in the bank. I'm mm-hmm. going to throw in an extra 2500 in fees. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to wait to the day of because it's less That's likely they're going to back out of the That's deal. That's why they got the trade. So some of them, yeah, some of them lenders was just So they can back out. So they can be like, hell no. But I'm saying, yeah, those are still bad lenders. Yeah. That's the point I'm making. So y'all, yeah, saying, y'all, right. y'all agreeing with what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Those yeah. are bad lenders. If you're doing good business, right. I'm not going to hit anybody with an unexpected $2,500 right. bill. Hell no to a $7,500 bill. If I see a $7,500 bill, I'm going to kill the deal. True. Right. You know what exactly. I mean? so, that's what right. I was about to yeah. get to. Yeah. Like when you have your agent, so that's what I mean. So we going back in time. And, and I did charge but on the front and the back. That's, that's still right. fair. That's what you know I grew what up in. Like a person, so I used to see my mother running, like talking to the lenders, looking at the good faith estimates, looking at the fees, basically being like, nope, we're not doing that. You can take that off. That ain't going to fly. And did you really think that my buyer was about to come right. and pay this on closing day. You don't lost your damn mind. Right. Point. That's why I wanted to be the lender, so I don't have to worry about the lender doing that retarded shit. Right. You know what I'm saying. So good. We away from that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. So <laughs> you, we was talking about inflation. They had a. Um, it was something in Atlanta. I don't know if they. It was proposed that they was gonna get like single mothers, like uh, extra what six hundred a month or eight hundred. Yeah, Reggie didn't send us his article, so I was just gonna wait till yeah. you brought it up. I've seen it. I've seen it circulating <laughs> out there, but I don't know how true it is if it was proposed. But I just thought about just think about the last year when everybody was getting all this extra assistance. And how that impacted the market for everything yes. from housing to supplies to everything. Because everything was, everybody had extra, extra money, money to buy stuff. Mm-hmm. So it shot everything up. I think stocks were overinflated. The housing market was already inflated. So can you imagine what the rental on the housing market would be like if you gave people just extra money because they were single parents or whatever the case may be. And the it, government throwing money all over the place. But it caused it it caused everything to increase. Exactly. Now you you so, competing with 
people that's working for their money. Now you're getting an extra $7,200 a year or $8,000 a year. You know how much an extra $600 could do for you in your housing budget? See, for the average person. Y'all saying it's extra, right? Right. And, uh, but that wasn't what it was for because it wasn't necessarily extra. It was right. to compensate for you not being able to work. You got to remember when the pandemic right. happened, people weren't working. So right. they wasn't getting extra nothing. They was just getting by. You know what I'm well, saying? It was okay, like, hold on. So I got a question. Not all people. If they was yeah. buying, hold on. Uh, I, right. If they was buying boats, crab legs, and furs, you, you talking was about, it extra? You're not talking about people that was buying houses. We talking yeah, about but the people we talk, that buy houses. What they not buying housing because no, not them people you <laughs> talking about. Well, it, it still impact housing because some of these people will go out into the rental market, and I'm not talking about the people that Person just wasn't buyers. working, mm-hmm. right? Just people in general, and then you had other programs that came out in different cities and different areas where even if they went back to work, they were still pouring money back into it. So it's like. At, at what point, where's the balance of helping people versus giving people a crutch that's going to impact about two different One second, before right. you, because uh, I just want to ask another question with it. And then what is it doing to the economy when you throw yeah. in all the money? So, yeah, I'm talking about it. two different things. So, we talking, so, Reggie's talking about the additional money that was coming for, like, child tax credit and things like that. Any, that's yeah. not PPP money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just saying say any but, any but, additional okay. money. Well, no, because he said right. he, he said a number, so he right. wasn't talking about PPP. Talking well, about six hundred dollars. Well, when we was writing up this show, he said PPP. Uh, but I'm just saying, well, no, I'm giving this scenario, he used he used six hundred dollars as a number. Yeah, because that, that was, was a real that thing. was something that was floating yeah, out that was there. Said we're going to get this group of people this amount of money per month. So let's let clarify so we can answer. No, no, no. I just I'm going to clarify for him. So it's two different amounts of money. Is one was the ch- uh, child tax credit where you was where they was trying to make you whole because they know that people right. were struggling. And right. one is PPP. Them, yeah. them different monies, though. Right. So if you're talking about the people that went and, and did whatever they did to get PPP loans, them are not the same individuals that was that you're talking about the uh, getting the assistance from the government for, exactly. for not working. But it, it all it all it all impacts the market, period. Because you start looking at all these programs that came out around the same time, and it was like, we got to keep the economy going. But I think it was overstimulated, is what I'm saying. Because now you have people with all this ex- surplus of money, and they're spending it in ways they wouldn't normally spend money. So it drives the value, the cost of everything up. So so that's so what I'm saying. use the program will, that you're saying is circulating for Atlanta right now. Right. Well, that's that's what I heard. I got to read. Yeah. yeah. So if that's the case, the point I was making, if that was to happen or if it is happening, how do you think it would impact housing in that area? Because now you got somebody would normally pay a thousand a rent. Now they can pay sixteen hundred in rent. They're competing with people that would normally pay sixteen hundred. So now that can drive the values of rent up or cost the rent. Six hundred a month. Additional, yeah. Shit, I don't even think that's real. All right, we're going to look it up. I want to hear about it. I would like yep, to hear about it. We're going to look it up. 600 but a month. I'm just outrageous. saying hypothetically. It would, if it's real. Yeah, because the be reason huge. I brought it up is because the government had their other programs and gave people money for other reasons. So the impact that PPP and um, what is it, EIDL, whatever, yeah, all, all the programs, mm-hmm. it's like you looked at even the companies that didn't need the money and still went and got it. What did they do? You know what I'm saying? It's like 
it was so much of a surplus of money. I just think personally it impacted everything from housing, the cost of cars is up. My used car is worth more now than what it was two years ago. Because you guys are shortage, right? But um, but for a different reason, not for those reasons. It's a right shortage. There. Plus, it's a. I think it's an influx of the money, the capital that got put out there. See, the money is different. Y'all, y'all comparing the money yeah. the same. Bruh, we are, 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 yeah, money, are talking about I'm that. saying you, you looking Sorry. at where the money came from. I'm talking about the money itself is going back into the market regardless and, and it's of not, who though. got it and why so, they got it. So listen, the people that got the uh, the um, the child tax credits, right, or right. the uh, what the hell, advanced child tax credits and all that stuff. Right. right. You're talking about maybe $5,000 if you got right. two or three kids. Right. PPP loan, we're talking about... Tens of thousands of right. dollars, but so you, it, you, the money you, is different in how it affects but you, the uh, what you're talking about. So if you get if you were if you're a single mother that right. had three kids and you got an additional five thousand dollars, that's not about to help you go buy no house. But if no, I'm you not had talking PPP about loan, I'm not talking about buying a house. So here's what I'm talking or about. That ain't about to help I'm, you do nothing. I'm not rent. talking about them separate. I'm talking about collectively all this money coming into the market at once. Mm-hmm. Everybody's consuming everything. What else could happen? Everything has to go up. And I'm because saying, for one, you had a shortage, mm-hmm. and then you had everybody with a surplus of money, whether they got five thousand or they got fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. Well, that's two. They're still mm-hmm. looking to spend the money, uh, and it's still coming back out into the market and driving costs up. So, so I'm just saying that where we at now, because that happened. We may not go back down to whatever the prices were a year or two ago. It's probably not going to happen. And people are out here thinking that they could still rent a three-bedroom house for seven fifty a month in the city. But that's not going to happen because of inflation. But inflation didn't happen. You, you, I, I hear think, what you're saying. I think I that money, saying. I think it's that money. It's not yeah, from I think, that. Well, from no, two different things, though. I think that money kind of accelerated things, the cost of everything is what I'm saying. Because if we would have been on a regular path, 750 would have went to 775, then 800. Now somebody be like, hey, I'm going to rent my house for 850. You be like, cool, I got that. You see what I'm saying? The reasons that that happened. So that's what I'm saying. I, you gave a great example, right? Right. Um, so... If you would have, if they would have, if PPP and EIDL didn't exist, then right. these things wouldn't have been happening. Even right. with the advanced uh, tax credits for the child, right? Your children, you get what I'm saying, right? They, it would not, we wouldn't be in this situation. People would now, uh, along with. So what actually caused that was the people right. you were talking about that purchased their homes in between 2000. In eight and two thousand and seventeen or eighteen, right, that had an influx of of money now because their the values of their homes went up. That's right. what caused that. Not which not not the money from the um, advanced but tax credits. I'm talking about. I'm not talking about just the housing, the purchases. I'm talking about the rental side as well. Me too. Both of them. So right. you five thousand dollars. You're not about to go change your lifestyle I, over five thousand dollars. Depends on what, you you what your income. You can't if you, afford it. If if you if you only making twenty thirty thousand a year, five thousand is a lot. And you on Section Eight. You ain't that, going out paying nine fifty a thousand on your own on rent. You you're a Section Eight individual. So now that's the people that's buying the crab the crab legs. But no, what I'm but what you missing my point? If you get enough people all getting money, extra money, period. Mm-hmm. So maybe they don't go out and buy a house, but maybe they go out and buy. Maybe they. Still 
start coming to you for your services with mm-hmm. that 5000 mm-hmm. You got an extra $5,000 for a customer you didn't have. So now you got 20 new customers are giving you 3000 5000 Now you can afford something different, right? Mm-hmm. So what gotcha. I'm saying is the money circulated in the economy and whatever inflation we was going to have got accelerated. That's all I'm saying. I hear Regardless you. of what programs were out there, that money just all hit at once. Gotcha. What do you call it? The the pandemic? Right. Right. Pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, it think was he like everybody right came up. Yeah. Right. And I just felt like I hear everything you And I don't saying. think it was all because of like PPP loans or test stimulus. I think people, for like, you know, they needed to be at home. Uh, I think people were just spending money. I think some people had money that they already had and they were spending it because everybody else was spending it too. No. Like we we do that as a people. Like uh, during the um when, when we were in the midst of the recession, I'm gonna walk away from my house because my neighbor right. walked away from his house. True. I'm gonna work from home because my neighbor is working from from home. Right. I'm, I'm I can't I'm gonna stop going to work and collect this unemployment because ten other people at the plant did it. Like right. we follow suit. However. If you, so let's, I hear everything y'all saying, right? <laughs> All right. If you don't have EIDL and PPP, right? And you don't have the influx of money, remember, right. uh, this is, the people that are overpaying is not, necess- is not necessarily from the EIDL and the PPP either, right? These people are over that are going above asking price. Where did their money come from? Different Mainly. Probably money they already had. But yeah. No, 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 no. I but they don't have the house money. Or the house they sold. The right. house that they just, that but, they said but that they had missing. that was, at, when they bought it, at, in, especially in Detroit. I mean, I got several of these houses where I bought them for $3,000. Right. And now they were... A hundred thousand or better, right? Right. That's where the money came from. But you okay? Let me let me give an example without mentioning no names, right? Mm-hmm. I know several people that are investors. They do have their companies and everything. They applied for money and they got it. They got twenty thousand, forty thousand. They went out and brought other properties, right? Mm-hmm. And they paid their contractors. They did some upgrades that they wouldn't have normally done on some of their flips, right? For sure. What I'm saying is. Without that money, that would have been one less house brought or one less upgrade. Then their contractors went out, oh, I got an extra $20,000 job. I'm about to go buy this. The person they paid money to was like, oh, I got an extra whatever. Mm-hmm. All that money stimulated growth and it circulated to where all the, the ties rolls all together is what I'm saying. So that caused rent to go up. Cause Property values were already going up, mm-hmm. right? But I'm saying it impacted everything because we're talking about inflation, interest rates, and everything. People that... And there has to be scarcity mixed in there, too. Yeah, and people had that temporary boost of uh, surplus. Now we're at this level, but we're not going back. And that income was temporary. Mm -hmm. So people are going to be stuck. So it's like a fine... It's like a balance in that. We throw in money to help people... But now you're doing too much money and people had a surplus and they spent it as such. Everything increased. That's why people complaining about so gas in essence, right now. We're disagreeing with where the money came from. Because I'm no, saying that we the know money, it all came from. I know. But I'm just I mean, saying. I'm saying if the money came. So you say, you feel like the money came from the, the government. No, I feel like no, the money no. came from I, the increase in value of the property that, that I, people had. I agree with that. Back. I'm just saying I think we disagree on the impact of the money collectively. 
that came. This was like the perfect storm. We never had where people, half the houses had 40% or more equity. Mm -hmm. At the same time, you had the government giving this money to businesses. At the same time, you had the government saying, here, we gonna help you out with this boost and whatever, tax credits, whatever it is, all at once, and you still had all of this demand before people even got that money. And I feel like, and then when they got it. the money, they was like, "Oh yeah, I'm definitely willing to buy this now." Whether it was a house or something off of Amazon, and then when the prices start going up, people didn't they didn't budge. Is what I'm saying. They kept yeah. buying. Could you take the PPP money? Yeah, I guess you could take the PPP money and use that as a down payment. Not technically, but no, if they had supposed. it for long so, enough, they so, could have. Uh, okay. If they if had you, it for more than it, 60 it days, they could have. Right, right, right. Maybe sourcing season. I, I mean, only if it's season, basically. I, I want to throw something in here. Right. I mean, and I'm not speaking for the whole U.S., but not one person that I close that paid more than asking price had money from any of those sources. Exactly. Where they have it from? Their 401k. Mm-hmm. Their personal savings. Mm-hmm. Or an inheritance, which four hundred one k's did increase as well. Right, that was part of the True. stock. Right, that's but a lot facts. more people. Did, look at what the stock market did when people were sitting at home, didn't have to go to work, didn't have to spend money on their daily commutes and all that. People start put. People was investing in stock market that never invested before. So what do you think? Of, what, what do y'all think the percentage? Of, okay, so we can. So you talk about a section of people. Right. Right. That still had their job and was able to work remotely. Right. What about the people that weren't, that didn't have a job, that weren't able to buy houses because Some people, they didn't, they, their job wasn't getting, see, we had you, a lot of you, those people. You limited it to just buying houses. I'm talking hmm. about, Everything. I'm talking about the person that, that got, got laid off temporarily. Mm -hmm. They was getting more money from the government than they was from their job. Mm -hmm. And they was like, I'm not going back to work as long as I can. I'm going to delay this process. Sure. And they sitting at home. With no work expenses, mm -hmm. they don't have to buy clothes. They don't have to buy lunch. Mm -hmm. They can door dash when they want, but they got the same income, if not more. Then they like, oh, I'm gonna buy stocks now. But they can I'm gonna try houses. to flip this money. But I'm not talking about houses. I I'm just that's what we talking about. We talking well, about I'm the talking impact about of the money that the government was putting out there as it relates because to buying it, houses. Because it all impacts everything. No. So every, in other words, in other words, everybody that was getting surplus of money that they didn't have before mm -hmm. was spending it. Gotcha. Once that money get into the hands of the business owners who pay employees, who had to now pay their employees a little bit more to come back, now these employees, it's like, oh, I was making 25 an hour, now I'm making 30. Maybe mm -hmm. I'll go buy a house now. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Or maybe... I don't want to go stay in this area I didn't really like for 1100 a month. I can pay 1500 a month. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm, I'm not saying about where the money came from or or this I'm just saying collectively when you had the housing boom, you had people with equity, you had the PPP and all of those assistance programs, all this money just hit at once. It had everything had to go go up in value or or pricing and inflation and everything. And I'm just saying, I hear you, but right. I feel like it was going to happen either way. And the reason it was going to happen either way is because the housing market was increasing. Right. I'm not saying I agree with you on that. I'm mm -hmm. just saying that it was going to happen. This just accelerated everything and made it. It made move. it magnified. Yeah. It, it made everything move quicker. Mm -hmm. Right. All right.
All right. All right. So welcome, we welcome another. <laughs> we gonna wrap this up. Uh, Jaja left the building. She had an um, important phone call, I guess, or whatever <laughs> duty calling or something. So there we go. It's a wrap. Oh.